0: Alright, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator season two, episode thirty eight. Jake Smith and Austin Covington. Uh mainly, mainly Cov is back because Sam <laughs> Sam's wife her, her water hasn't broke yet, but Sam's on baby watch, apparently. Yeah. Uh and yeah. Yeah. and the fifteen other people that I asked uh to do this with me all said no. So Cov, you're hey, technically last, the seventeenth option, so
1: last resort.
0: Um, take it. So I'm, we're we're gonna talk obviously NBA playoffs. That's mainly why Cuffs here because that's the only thing that he knows how to how to talk about. Um, but we're we're gonna talk playoffs. We're gonna talk best players. We're gonna rank the seven best players in the NBA playoffs currently. And then at the end, we're gonna do a NBA playoff moments draft, uh, mainly of you know our lifetime that right. That we've seen, uh, but the top playoff moments doesn't have to be finals or whatever. Um, but before that, I need to do a State of the Union, because last week we didn't do an episode. And I want to do a State of the Union uh, and, and and a five-minute thing on the Boston Bruins. Now, Sam doesn't allow me to talk hockey on this podcast. However, I love I. I I I enjoy hockey. Um, I love playoff hockey. I think playoff hockey, besides the NFL, is the best playoffs uh, that that you can watch. So, just to give everybody some background, if you're not a hockey fan, the Boston Bruins were the best, literally statistically, the best regular season team ever. Of all time, had the most wins, points, the whole nine yards, this everything. Year? This year, the best wow. season any hockey team regular season, the best right. regular season a hockey team has ever had. We just lost round one <laughs> after, <laughs> after taking a three one series lead. Now, oh wow! Now wow. I, I want to. I, I want to. So that 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 explain like so. Okay, so I'll start with this first. So the President's Trophy, Cove, that is awarded to the team who has – it's a regular season award. And it's awarded to the team who wins the most games during the regular season. Okay? So obviously the Bruins win the President's Trophy because they have the most regular season wins this year and ever. So since that has been an award since 1986, and I'm saying this because the NHL is such a parody – because usually the best team in the regular season doesn't win. If you remember back in 2017, 20, the 2016-2017 season, the Preds I think were like a 7 seed and got all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. Right, that right. that's just how hockey works. That that's not anything crazy that that happened. But since this President's Trophy award has been handed out since 1986, that's 37 years, Cub. Only eight times has the President's Trophy winner won the Stanley Cup.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Usually in the NBA, usually the top team in whichever conference, typically that team wins. Typically. Uh, Football, definitely. I feel like football, usually the best team every single season wins the, the Super Bowl. Uh, baseball is a little bit of a parody, but, but typically if you got the best team, you're going to win the world series hockey is so different. Only eight times in 37 years has the best team in the regular season. Won this, won the Stanley cup. The Bruins are now the seventh team to lose in the first round after winning the president's trophy
1: okay so all right so it's happened okay
0: it's happened multiple it happened in
1: 2019 as
0: well to i forgot who it was i didn't write it down um the last stanley cup winner who also won the president's trophy was the 2012 2013 chicago blackhawks and i don't know i don't know if you have know anything about hockey but they had patrick kane who was the number one overall pick okay. for the Chicago Blackhawks a couple years before that, and they won like three Stanley Cups. I think they won in 2010, 2013, and like 2015 or something like that. They just went on like a dynasty run, basically, because they had the best player in hockey at the time. Um, so that there, there's only been one Stanley Cup winner to win the President's Trophy in 10 years. And in thirty-seven years, there's only been eight Bruins seventeen to lose in the first round after winning the President's
1: Cup trophy. What, what was the series? What what was the uh record of, of the series?
0: Oh, it went seven games.
1: Okay. Who'd they yeah. play?
0: Bruins were up three to one. Okay. Okay. And lost. I think it it yeah, I got it right here. It went uh win, loss, win, loss. Win so three one right there and then right right. so that's it um so that that I just wanted to say that because that's just the parody of hockey. Now I'm pretty much just going to be talking to myself, but I've just got to get all this off off my chest because, like, how I felt at the time was that this might be the biggest collapse in in Boston sports history. I don't know about sports history, but. But the only one that I would put above it would be the O seven 7 Pats. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's not really a collapse. I feel like a collapse is a series. Anybody can yeah, win I, one, one game. And I'm yeah, not trying to, like, cover up for the Pats or whatever. But, you know what I mean? Like, a collapse is kind of like one of those, like, yeah, you just lost a 3-1 lead yeah, when you were yeah. the best regular season hockey team ever. Um, I one, would, game, one game is just one game. You know what I mean? Um. I would but say this,
1: though, yeah, just to, just to speak on that real quick, a collapse would be the 04 Yankees. 04 Yankees. Yeah, um okay. just wanted to say that. That 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 I, I think that may be one of the biggest collapses for Yeah, cuz that Go. was
0: three that was three uh, yeah. 0 I'm pretty sure. Um, it was. But anyway, so okay, so like actual players. So, Cove our very last game of the year was April 13th against the Montreal Canadiens, okay? We already broke the record a week before for most wins in the regular season. So be- meaningless game, one seed locked, not even close. So Linus Allmark, that's our uh, goalie, okay? And Patrice Bergeron, who's 37 years old, um, who- who's our captain. He-, he 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 is the Boston Bruins, basically, okay? 37 years old. Both those guys playing a meaningless last-season game against the Canadians, in a game in which we won both those guys get hurt. Allmark had a groin injury. Patrice Bergeron, dude, he, he got a herniated disc playing in this meaningless, you know, last regular season game. He was out the first three games of the series. Okay. Now those first three games, we went two and one. Okay. But maybe we don't lose that one game. You know what I mean? And also there's, there's like a consistency with players on the ice, you know, your line changes, all that stuff. So I, I want to I wanna say this. Allmark, so we have a backup goalie, Jeremy Swayman. We put him in in game seven, our backup goalie, okay? Okay. Linus Allmark gave up 22 goals in six games.
1: Seems 20, like a lot for ho- hockey. That yeah. is
0: a lot for hockey. You typically want to sit two goals and under to win a game. If you can, okay. yep. if you can limit two goals or less, you're going to win the hockey game. Basically, that's. And this dude in six games gave up twenty two of them. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, one game. His game six, he gave up seven, seven goals, and sw- he. Swayman was never subbed in for Allmark at all, so Swayman hadn't played a second of hockey this entire series leading up to Game Seven, and then we make the change to Swayman.
1: How, what in game was, how seven. many? Did, how many did he allow in Game Seven?
0: Four. Four goals. Um, I, I don't. I don't blame any of it on Swayman. I don't blame any of it on Allmark, except for the fact that, dude, you're hurt. If you're that hurt, you have to – I get you want to be out there with your guy. I I totally understand that. But as a pillar on the team, you've got to say, look, my groin isn't right. I can't move how I want to move. Swayman – listen, Cuff. Jeremy Swayman, he's a starter. He's a starting goalie on any other hockey team in the NHL. Okay? okay. they They've done this alternating, like this platoon thing throughout the entire season – And for some reason in the playoffs, they stopped doing it, which I'll talk about that later. But um, should they have gone to Swayman earlier? Yes, absolutely. If you're going to do the platoon thing, it should have been like Swayman should have got in in game three when the series was tied one-to-one. It's like, okay, Allmark is hurt. He just gave up six goals in game two, stinking six goals. Yeah. Let's throw Swayman in there j- just to get Allmark a-, a little bit of a breather. And then if he wants to finish out the series, cool, fine. But asking Jeremy Swayman to come in there in game seven like that, that that's a huge ask. And Swayman is only 25 years old, I think. So, like, he he's a young kid. You can't ask that. Like, I, I put no blame on him. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, the guy that I was talking about earlier that's 37 years old that had the herniated disc uh, – he played the most minutes, Cov, that he's played in six years since he was thirty-one years old. He played the most minutes of his career at the age of thirty-seven. Tell me how that makes any sense.
1: So, uh, one question though about is it is it normal for them to swap goalies throughout a series to play to play your starter, and then play your backup? Some does that happen in hockey, or is that not common?
0: Well, so florida did it during the series they swapped out their goalies but the the thing it like yes and no it depends on how your team is structured the entire year like i said the bruins had done this platoon thing where it was like all mark you've got these three games swayman you got the next okay. two yeah sure. all mark you're you got the next four uh swayman you'll have the next three after that type thing um so, like, if you're going to do that in the regular season and it's worked for you better than it has any other team in hockey history, you kind of got to keep doing that. Um, the, the goalie thing, though, wasn't the biggest problem. It was – I mean, it might have been the biggest problem. But Handis Limholm, uh, he's a defenseman on the Bruins, Cove. He he might win the, the defenseman, uh, like, the award that they give to the best defenseman in the NHL. He might win it this year. He was one of the best defensemen in the NHL and he was an absolute no show. Uh his his quote unquote assignment it's hard to like dictate assi- assignments on hockey and I can't do it during the like watching the games I have to listen to sports radio people say like yeah this was his assignment type thing. Um I can't tell that in hockey like in real time. His assi- he, he was an absolute no show. Uh David Posternock, who's probably my favorite player on the team, at least in terms of like the quote unquote young guns was an absolute liability. He, so he's the one Cove that scored 60 goals this year. Okay. Okay. Him and McDavid, McDavid also scored 60 goals, which is another hockey player. This is the first time in NHL history that two players in the same season have scored 60 goals. Oh, and, okay. So that's the a, a, a big crazy thing, thing to do. Yes. Yeah. It's a crazy thing to do to score 60 goals. Um, if he wasn't scoring, he wasn't into the game. It, it was kind of gross. It's like one of those basketball players. that's like, yeah, well, if I'm getting shut out, then whatever. I, I'm a liability right. everywhere else. That's how he was playing. He turned the puck over like a baker's dozen worth of turnovers. Couldn't pass, which has always been a knock on him. He's super talented. Cove, like if you watch this guy play – you you would think that like in terms of how he plays in terms of like flash and all this stuff, that he's like, dude, this dude can do stuff that like Wayne Goretzky like only he can do <laughs> with the puck. You know what I mean? Like just in terms of how he can move and, and maneuver and stuff. Doing just unnecessary like if you want to put it in basketball terms, like unnecessary behind the back passes or unnecessary no look passes type thing. That's how he was playing in a stinking playoff game and it wasn't working. Tyler Bertuzzi, hope we re-sign him. Uh and thank goodness for him, because if we wouldn't have had him, he would have it would have been a gentleman's sweep four to one. Um so w- with the goalie thing and, and the Bergeron thing, the coaching was bad. Uh he his name's Jim Montgomery. Um he switched up the lines, which he didn't do all year. He platooned the goalies all year, which he didn't do in this series. There was no consistency whatsoever in regards to those things. There was no consistency in the lines. He was changing up the lines. So like Cove, you you have one through four, your lines one through four. And typically your lines all play together. So it's okay. like it yeah. you can think of it as first string, second string, third string, fourth string type thing. And typically your first two string your first two lines, they're they're kind of interchangeable in terms of like it's just how hockey works where it's like shifts. You know what I mean? It's like you're on the ice for 45 seconds. All right, get off line two. You're in there. You know that 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 kind of thing. So like lines one and two isn't that big of a deal. Like Pasternak, the one that scored 60 goals, he's on line two. Okay. And that that's just how like, it hockey is. It, it's kind of weird how it works like that. But, uh bergeron and brad marchand brad marchand is another pillar of the bruins he's probably like i think he's 34 35. those two guys have played on the same
1: line Cove,
0: since 2015.
1: oh so they got some experience together yeah
0: together and for whatever reason montgomery decided to switch up the lines on them that like splitting them up is like splitting up batman and robin basically and for whatever reason they were he was putting them on two different lines. It made no sense. It yeah, biggest I, I I'm done talking about this because as soon as the overtime goal happened, overtime in hockey is sudden death. As soon as you score, game's over. Right. And the the Bruins, like they had the lead and then they gave it up late in the third period. And then as soon as they scored In overtime. It was like two or three minutes in. I knew it was happening because they couldn't clear the puck. Like, they were just in their zone. The entire stinking overtime period for like three minutes. They couldn't clear the puck. I was like, I mean, if they can't clear the puck, they can't get a line change. So, we're about to give up a goal because the guys are just gassed, basically. Um, And that's just how hockey works. And it kind of sucks, but it's hockey. But as soon as it happened, I... I didn't even watch the celebration. I, I immediately turned off the TV. I had my hand on the remote because I was like, <laughs> we're about to give up the goal because our guys can't get off the ice and get fresh legs in there. And sure enough, it did. And I immediately turned off the TV, and I was just hollow. that That's all I was, was hollow. I appreciate everybody listen, listening to me about my hockey rant, even though nobody <laughs> cares about hockey.
1: Cub, the Los hey, Angeles yeah, Lakers. <laughs> going right into it. What do you got? Um. So I mean, really, I don't even know if it's a hot take. I'm just kind of throwing it out there, but I do believe that the Lakers have a path to the championship. I, I, I do believe that they. That On the they back do. of
0: Austin Reeves, yes.
1: Yep. Yep. No, I think. Uh, I don't know. I. Uh, which you'll see from my list later, I mean, I still think LeBron has some in the tank. I think AD steps up every other game. So if you know he's just going to step up every other game, everybody else has got to bring it, you're pretty much going to go to six or seven games every series. Um, but just, I mean, defense-wise, man, I've pretty much watched a a bunch of the games, and, and the Lakers' defense is legit. I mean, they are legit. And the the Warriors right now are – You know, not helping their case as far as their shot selection the past couple of nights. But I don't know. I I think the Lakers have a shot. It's it's there. I'm not saying they'll do it, but it 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 was unreasonable to even think that two months ago, and now as a seven seed, I think they have a legit shot to go to the Western Conference Finals and. It's a toss up who wins uh who wins between, you know, Denver and Phoenix at this point. I don't think that uh I don't think, you know, anything should have happened to the Joker, you know, for shoving the owner of the Suns. But um i am just saying that I think LeBron and the Lakers can can actually pull it off and to think that two months ago is, is crazy. But it the opportunity's there.
0: So they've got a 3-1 series lead on the Golden State Warriors. How yeah. ironic would
1: it be if, if – they lost, Curry, I've already thought about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I've already thought about it, and I wasn't even wanting to bring that up because, watch, the media will make it happen now somehow. I mean, you know, you, you just never know. You never know with some of the players on the Lakers, and you never know with in- injuries. But um, I, I don't know. I th- and, and here's another part of this. I think I kind of enjoy – I kind of enjoy watching Steph – Draymond and Clay kind of get a taste of their own medicine a little bit as far as Draymond was like on his podcast talking about it's almost like LeBron has like teammates now or whatever. Like, yeah, like he's actually got a decent team around him. The odds aren't stacked against him in a, like every other series he's played y'all in. So I just think it, I think if the, the Lakers win this, it's a big win for LeBron and it sets them up in the, in the conference finals. And I think it's a toss up who wins from there. <laughs>
0: Okay, I I, I got I to gotta be combative about something you just said. Uh, y- you just said, like, it's not like LeBron doesn't have a team like he hasn't had in the past going up against. I understand what you're saying in terms of, like, comparatively speaking, like the Warriors had Steph and, and KD. But, yeah. Cub, I mean, at the same time, LeBron had Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and a million shooters
1: around him. Okay, let No, so, so right. he
0: he had let, let's not I'm all I'm saying is let's not in 2 dis- of the in discount, 2 of the 4
1: series. In 2 of the 4, yes, he had not, Kevin Love. Let's Lund, not Kyrie. Discount,
0: let's not discount like LeBron did have good teams. It's just he was going up against some of the greatest teams Yes, of, of all time. Okay, yes, okay. So let, yeah, yeah. but what not I'm say saying is that, that he's not had teammates before.
1: Well, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is that Draymond, Steph and Clay are feeling the way he felt by taking on just a team with a bunch of talent, sur- uh, you know, surrounding him. I mean, sure. Th- that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying they're finally seeing what it's like to have, you know, I guess the odds stacked against you in a series against the against LeBron because right. it usually just doesn't happen that way. And just to just to combat back at you real quick, LeBron James had Matthew Dellavedova. In Go. the 2015 finals. Go. Okay, yeah, yeah legend. sure. Legend. Sure, the most moving screens ever ever set in an NBA finals by Draymond Green and uh, Andrew Bogut. Uh, but secondly, okay, they won in 2016. Great comeback. 2017, okay, yeah, he, he had Kevin Love and Kyrie again to get to the finals. But look who he went up against. He went up against the greatest team ever assembled. Mm-hmm. And don't even get me started on 2018. Me and you, Jake, could have started on the 2018 Cavaliers. No doubt in my mind. With how good LeBron is, he, he's so good, he makes us able to start. That didn't matter who who he played with. They just sucked. But all right, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Okay, well, I mean, I, I could also say that this Warriors team, which I don't want to give anything away later, but uh, this Warriors team, if Steph Curry is not on the Warriors, they, they're they getting the number one overall pick in the NBA draft this year. If Steph Curry not
1: on the Warriors. Uh yeah, I mean I could see that. Uh, I mean I, I I guess you could say that yeah. And um, you can say
0: the same thing about the Lakers if they don't have LeBron.
1: Well, yeah, I think you say that about a lot of teams. Yeah, I think, but I do think that there's some pressure on on Steph and Clay and Draymond, and uh, you know they they either need to so get I redemption. Think, I guess, I think, but
0: I think Clay Thompson. And I was talking to somebody about this today. That's a Warriors Couple. fan. Um, yeah. Clay Thompson is. He's a shell of himself. And I know he had the ACL injury um two what what was it, yeah. two two years ago? He's yeah. Terry three. He, he back to back injuries. He hasn't just yes, yeah, ACL first and then Achilles second or, or yeah. something like that. Yep. He hasn't just lost a step. He's lost like four or five steps. He used to be able to, if he wasn't hitting threes, he used to be able to help you on the defensive end. He used to be able yeah. to get to Look the dirty, basket yeah. somewhat or or pull up and all that stuff. He can't anymore. If he's off shooting threes, he he is an absolute li- liability.
1: Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but he definitely, yeah, because, uh, yeah, he's a shell of himself. And, and that sucks for Clay because he was, in my opinion, Clay Thompson's the second best shooter of all time when it comes to just shooting the basketball. I really do think he probably is the second That's best shooter.
0: Crazy. Of That's crazy. That's um, crazy. I can think of three guys better than him. Okay. Um, Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, Larry Bird. There you go.
1: Okay, I yeah I would have said Bird and Steph Curry. Probably I think he's better than Reg, Reggie Miller, but um, maybe not even as good as Ray Allen. But all I'm saying is Ray Allen. It-
0: oh my goodness, I forgot about Ray Allen. <laughs> <My> goodness, <it's laughs> yeah, gracious.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to him later, actually. But um, but all I'm saying is, at one time, like I've stated on here and to you, at one time, the Golden State Warriors had the three best shooters in the world on the same team. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant—those were the best three shooters in basketball on the same team for two years. And I, I can't think Lillard. Maybe, maybe Damian Lillard it, it compares to those three guys. But yes, Clay's a shell of himself, but he is still a, a above-average shooter. Now on the defensive end, yeah, he's a liability. I I understand that, but still, Clay just took poor shots. But sometimes that dude can heat up and give you forty. At any time, if he gets going, at any time,
0: sure, but he, but he hasn't. It. Yeah, he hasn't. Has has yeah. So there you go. Yeah, he hasn't. You're, you're as only. you only as good as your last. I don't know, thirty five games.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I. agree. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But uh, you know, uh, I don't know. But, I just I'm the saying, dynasty's I'm not, over. The dynasty. Well, yes.
0: Yeah. I, I, okay. and, and I'm not. I'm not saying all this to. To to like. Minimize like what the Lakers are, are doing or anything, I'm just talking about the series in general um so like I think that uh, like Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. this dude has gone from scoring in the teens next game thirty scoring in the teens yeah yeah he's up and 30, down. scoring in the teens, next game thirty I don't understand how they're up three to one. When Anthony, like when you're second best player, it if 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 Jalen Brown on the Celtics was scoring in the thirties and then the next game scoring in the low teens, I I would tell you that the Sixers are up three to one right now on the Celtics All right. and yeah. not two to two. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: And that just shows I, how stinging good LeBron James is. There we go. Uh, I was waiting on that, but but the like. <laughs> I mean the other guys too. I mean the, like I said it it has a lot to do with their defense too. I mean they they are the better team in the series. But um when, when So who's have... the who's the X
0: factor? Like who who's the X factor? Like you can you can't really say like LeBron or AD but but who who's the X factor on the uh the Lakers? The next I... most important piece basically in this series. In this series? In this series.
1: I mean I would have to probably say Austin Reeves. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think I think when Austin Reeves is and, and he does a lot of things on the basketball floor. He's an all around good player. Great shooter, all around good player. But if if Austin Reeves has it going, uh shooting and then, you know, facilitating with with Anthony Davis and LeBron, they're pretty hard to beat. They're they're pretty tough to beat. Then you got somebody like Lonnie Walker coming off the bench last night, giving you 15 in the fourth. Uh, dude, dude came in as a starter this year at the beginning of the year. Lonnie Wa- Lonnie Walker the fourth was starting. I'm pretty sure the first month of the year got hurt. They basically don't play him, and then play him some, and then now he's been asked the last two games to come in and and you know save the day essentially, and he's been able to do that. He he's either earning himself a good next contract. Or, you know, he's just he's just hot right now, and it's not sustainable. But, you know, who, who knows with that. But Lonnie Walker is is pretty crucial. But as a team, as a unit, that team's pretty good. And, and D'Angelo Russell, I think when he gets going, it separates them. Because he's a good shooter. When he gets going, it can separate the Lakers. But the X factor to me pretty much in this series would be Austin Reeves on the Lakers. For me.
0: Do you have anything else to say about the series before we move on? Who who would you rather the Lakers play? What's the what's the easiest path for the Lakers to get to the finals? Is it playing the Suns or is it playing the Nuggets? Because I've got a hot take. Because I think the easiest path for them is playing the Nuggets. I can, was, because I, I kind of yeah. think you just let Jokic do whatever I think it's one of those things where if you try to just play regular defense or if you try to really zone in on Jokic, well, he's just going to hurt you passing. You know what I mean? Like He's just going to get a million assists, and he's still going to score. How about this? And we're just talking about a game that like might not even happen. But how about this? How about you just say, okay, well, he can't score 115 points or however many points it takes to win a playoff NBA game. You can just do whatever. We'll just one on one with you and we'll just focus on shutting down Jamal Murray and whoever else they have out there on the
1: yep. floor. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. And, and, um, yeah. So actually, I mean, that I guess that's a hot take, but I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say the Nuggets just because the Suns are so scary because one, Booker is playing out of his mind. Yeah. And two, KD owns
0: LeBron. Yeah.
1: Wasn't gonna say that. Was gonna say that KD is is playing well, but not playing up to Kevin Durant's standard, I believe. Yeah. But that's because Book's doing so much. But I just think if we're gonna be honest, you would take the two players for the Suns would be better than the two players for the Nuggets if True. we would look at it that way. You know, joke. You know, Joker's probably just as good as either one. But you're right. You focus on him. He's going to distribute, do his thing. He had, my goodness, what he have, like 53? 53. Yeah. 53 in a loss, probably 17 rebounds. 17 assists, I think is what yeah. the dude had. Something yeah. unbelievable. But, I mean, you have to live with that. Like you said, Jamal Murray and, and the bench has to beat you. And I think the Lakers' defense is better suited to play against the Nuggets than it is to play against the Suns in the next
0: Agreed. round. Agreed. Agreed, because I don't think the Lakers have – The firepower to, if Chris Paul does come back, to somehow guard all three of those guys.
1: Right, right.
0: Plus, Aiton. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, what do you do? Do you put Anthony Davis on KD? No. No, no, you
1: can't, no. Mm No, no.
0: Okay. Well, then. Okay. So, so Anthony Davis is going to take away DeAndre Ayton, and then it's like, okay, cool. Like you took away DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> yeah, like right, right. who cares? So you're almost wasting Anthony Davis basically on the defensive end of the floor.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it's definitely a scarier matchup if you're the Lakers playing the Suns. But now let me let me just say again. I do. Uh, that's not to say that they they can't beat either team. That's not to say that either team can't beat the Lakers. I think it's pretty wide open this year. Across the board, but I, I just I just have a feeling that this Lakers team has turned it around at the right time, and uh, maybe Denver and Phoenix will beat up on each other, and one of them will be tired headed into the conference finals. But out of the East, I don't know if your boys are going to do it, man. So so yeah. So let's talk about
0: it. the Celtics. Uh, Marcus Smart, I'm over him. Get him out of my face. Get yeah. Marcus Smart out of my stinking face. I'm. I'm so tired of him having not, – not just having the ball in his hands in these late-game situations. I'm tired of him being on the floor in these late-game yeah, situations.
1: He's, he's done this to himself, sadly. First, I mean, he off, really has. first off, Derek
0: White is the only player on the Celtics that got voted to the NBA All-Defensive team, first, second, or third team. He got voted to the second team. Yeah. He's the best defender, theoretically, on the Celtics. Marcus Smart won a Defensive Player of the Year award a year or two, whenever it was. Don't care. That's that's in the yeah. past. Mm-hmm. This year, Derek White is has been by far your best defender in terms of perimeter. Robert Williams is obviously the most impactful defender, I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I but White is way better. He takes care of the ball way better yep. than Marcus Smart. Yep. Or you sacrifice a little bit more defense and you put in Malcolm Brogdon, who's a much better offensive player than both yep. of those guys probably combined. Right. The only yep. reason why Smart scores whatever he had the other night, 24, whatever it yep. was, is because he shoots the ball a million times because he thinks that he <laughs> is at the same level as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, when right. he's not. Yep. But in yeah, his they, head, yep. he is, and the Celtics pump him up, like the organization just in general pumps Marcus Smart up into a player – that he's not, but yep, but but people around him—he's just surrounded by yes men. Where it's just like, yeah, dude, you're you're part of the big three. Like you, you're the third guy in the big three. Like so, you know, if you got the last shot, stink and take it. If you want to turn the ball over <laughs> in the last second, you stink and do it. If you want to foul, what was that? Oh my goodness, I totally forgot. Uh, you you mentioned me. Uh... Who did he foul late in the game? Last it, was some, it, it was somebody Trae, Trae, for the Hawks. Trae, yeah, Trae yeah, Trey Young. When, when you were up in the game and then sent him to the free throw line, you lost that game. Like just stupid, selfish stuff that Marcus Smart loves to implement himself into the basketball game with. Um, Joe Mizzoula.
1: Let's Hold just, on, real, Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Can ahead. I? Can I yeah. just say all just to start off the topic? Um, you know, I don't think if. Ima Udoka, if I'm pronouncing that correct would uh still be on the Marcus smart train uh like Missoula is I think I think smart has a certain say in the locker room and he he's maybe convinced Missoula that he's better than he is but but just from my watching the past couple of weeks you're right about that play he missed a three the other night then he hits a three but it's it's late he's, he's standing there figure you know uh wrist in the air just a little too late. And uh, yeah, it happens.
0: That's a a good point is that Udoka at this point, how the playoffs have gone and how these late game situations have gone and how these closeout situations have gone where the Celtics have had the lead, but cannot close out the game, all that stuff. Udoka last year, like, well, not just last year because I don't think they were really in these situations last year, but like, if Udoka was the coach this year, Marcus Smart would not be on the floor.
1: Right, he, uh, yeah, Derek, he, 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 he takes Derek not. White every time. He'd take yeah. Derek
0: White or Brogdon over Marcus yeah. Smart in these late-game yeah. stuff. Missoula doesn't have the balls to do it for whatever reason because is just a singing puppet. Missoula's a robot is what he is. That <laughs> he, he duct tapes his mouth when he goes to sleep. Did you know that? <laughs> is that for real that's for real he thinks that it, it like there's studies and and it, it's it's good for your health if you only breathe in through your nose like while you sleep i don't know super weird stuff the, so he's I, I just i i can't there's not enough time on this to to really go into it He's in
1: love with the three pointers. I've I've said that yeah, too much for, yeah. for
0: two months on and this. And Tatum
1: podcast. Tatum loves them too much, dude. He doesn't need to do that many step back threes, dude. You don't have to do a step back three all the time. Um it's just yeah, hey, it's poor coaching.
0: You're so, you're you're right on the top, yeah. So I'm gonna talk about game one, game two, and then game four. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna skip game three. Game one, Cove, I know me and you have already talked about this. Uh, game one, he was asked after the game why there was no, why it seemed like there was no adjustments made yeah. throughout the game, and especially into the fourth quarter, all that stuff. Celt- Celtics lost game one. Shouldn't have. Joel Embiid wasn't out there. Whatever. Uh, and he, obviously, he didn't like that. Now you fast forward to game two, they win by 22. 20- plus points i think it was what is what it was
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this guy in his post game press conference they they asked him a bunch of questions and then at the very end he's just sitting there and like nobody else was asking him any questions and he was like uh isn't anyone going to ask me about the adjustments that we made during game 2 and then he just walked off yeah. just walked off it's like he was doing his own little mic drop and a just like, is, isn't is anyone going to ask me about the adjustments that we made? You, you know, like, kind of like you guys asked me that after game one. It's like, dude, because you lost the game. Like, you're, right, right. you have a job to do as a coach, and that is to make adjustments. Well, when you don't make adjustments, as in game one, you're going to get asked about it and criticized for it. If you do your job, and Cove, I said this to you, in your regular job, if you do your job, do you get a pat on the back? No. Yeah, However, if you mess up at your job, your boss or manager, whoever, is going to let you know, hey, you did this wrong. This is what you need to do better. So it's like, dude, you're not going to get a pat on the back for, for winning
1: game two. For, for making adjustments, should- you should. Exactly.
0: Yeah. For winning game two when you should be up two to zero and instead you're one to one. And now it's two to two uh because of terrible coaching. Um but so uh what was it? Was it this might have been game three? No, no, no. This was game two. This was game two. Uh Cov, I, I told you about this. Uh what was the impact of Horford's low post defense? <laughs> Talking about Joel Embiid because yeah. Joel Embiid missed game one, came back yeah, from game two. Good.
2: Yeah, that's funny.
0: Uh he said he completely Guys, he completely ignored the question. And, <laughs> and he, because he was just wanting to stick it to the reporter so bad. He said, Yeah, well, Al is one of our best perimeter defenders. And he also shot more threes. We love it when he shoots threes. Shot eight threes.
1: <laughs> you don't really Cuff. want Horford shooting eight threes. Cuff.
0: Cuff. Sure. He shot eight threes. He went one for eight. All (laughs) this, this goes back to what I said at the beginning. All this dude cares about is the nerdy analytics and shooting three pointers. He he didn't even say, well, yeah, he did shoot eight threes. So he shot more. I mean, he only made one. Like he didn't say that, you know, like we would like to see Horford make some more of those threes, but at least he was getting them up there. All he said was, well, hey, he, he shot eight threes. You know he, he took. That's ten, what we're wanting. We're he took, eight and eight yeah. he took ten shots total and shot eight threes. We don't care about how many threes our players make. We just got to we just got to sting and shoot them. Um, game four, no timeout called.
1: Yeah, he you got to call a timeout there.
0: This is really where I want to park. We had the right play, just didn't play with enough pace. Okay. Okay. So, Cov, as a coach. If you didn't call a timeout in a late-game situation and you identified in the moment we had the right play, just didn't play with enough pace. Okay, Jagoff, if you see Tatum with the ball in his hands at half court with 5.5 seconds left and you're seeing that they're not going to get into the action soon enough, maybe it might be wise to sting and call a timeout.
2: Yep. So he
0: identified that they weren't in the perfect position to play with the correct pace and all this stuff for this final play or whatever, but yet he doesn't call a timeout. It's like, dude, then you don't have the right play.
2: Right. It yeah, might be the it and, might be
0: the right play, yeah. but you're not in the situation to run that play at that given time. If Tatum is up and stinking 40 feet away from the basket at the logo. With the ball in his hand, with 5.5 seconds left, you probably want to call a timeout because you as a coach should realize, well, this play should take X amount of seconds to execute, and if we don't have the look, he's going to have to pass it off to the second option. That's going to take this much seconds. We don't have enough time. And that's exactly what stinking happened. It, that's insane. Um,
1: they and the asked, players also, just real quick. I hate it. The players need to take account for that, too. Jason Tatum needs to understand time and circumstance, but keep going. Yes.
0: Uh, They asked him after that game, would you change anything about the offensive strategy? Said, no, I thought we played great basketball. Dude, Jason Tatum had two points in the first half. How can you say that you play great offensive basketball and your best player had two points in the first half? And you were in a position, you, 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 you clawed your way back or whatever in the fourth quarter, and then because of bad management at the end of the game and overtime, you lose the game. That's not – you can't tell me that's great offensive basketball because great offensive basketball nowadays beats great offensive or great or defensive basketball or whatever. So like, you can't tell me that. Like, don't – he's just feeding us lies is what Joe Missoula's doing doing.
1: Yeah, he's not handling the yeah, he's not handling, it sounds like, the the post uh game press conferences very well or with or I guess with his uh feelings in the in the locker room. But he yeah, you you can't you can't have the inexcusable things that have happened down the stretch. For a team who went to the finals last year, who's supposed to have experience, you know, he needs to he needs to Gain more experience. One, he needs to know what to do there. But second, I I do think people like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, stars like that, they should they should understand the situation there and be like, this is we we got to go, we got to go. You know, why are y'all walking the ball with the floor
0: with so, seven
1: seconds left?
0: So, uh, Jalen Brown, I'm not sure. I don't. All I saw was, I, I should have wrote it down because I know that it probably said it in the article, but Jalen Brown in one of these games when I guess Harden was going off or something, it was probably game one is what it was because Harden had what, like 45 points in, 45, in game yeah. one? Uh, Brown asked Missoula, he, he, well, he said, I want to guard Harden. And Joe Missoula responded back and said, well, you'll have to ask Marcus about that. Like, is, Marcus Dude, Smart is Bill Russell like Marcus Smart is a player and the coach or something like that. Hey, but man. you have to hey you okay, I get it, Jalen. Jalen, you're our second best player and our, honestly you're our most <laughs> important player of this series, in yep. my opinion. Uh you're gonna have to write run that by, you know, one of the guys in the big three if you don't mind, he, he did win a defensive player of the year award. You know? <laughs>
1: Dude, he's giving you 45. It doesn't hurt to switch. It needs to be. I, yeah. It, it's, he it, has, he doesn't have control of that locker room. It, it that, is, that's what this falls uh, down. Yes. To. He doesn't um, have control of that locker room.
0: So now, now what I do want to, so I, I was going to say that about Tatum, like he has to have situational awareness. Uh, we were watching one of the games at at, at Dylan's house, and uh, there there was quite a few people over there. Uh, this was game three, three, I think this was game three. Um, and I was like, "Oh my god, it it, it it was almost halftime, I think." And I I saw Jason Tatum flop on the floor, uh, pr- probably upwards of ten times, just in the first half. And I just said, I am so tired of watching him just flail around on the floor looking for calls. And Dylan was like, Oh, I've never noticed that.
1: And I was like, oh, this is about do? to be, I was yeah. like, I was
0: like, watch the second half. This is about to be a glass shattering moment. And sure enough, like halfway through the second half, Dylan was like, Wow, he does flop on the floor a lot. And he like that that's just basketball right now. And, and it's, yeah, it, yeah. it's gross. Um, mid-2000s, like, you you didn't see players doing this. No. Um, it, it's gross. You don't see LeBron, like, you do see LeBron flop, but you don't see him every time he goes to the rack shoot a layup. Maybe it misses, and he just, like, he just <laughs> falls on the deck. Yeah. You, you don't see yeah. him do that. At least, like, LeBron doesn't do that. But for whatever reason, Tatum does, and like he wonders why he doesn't get calls. If I'm a ref and you're right. try, you're doing yep. that every time you drive to the basket, if you're looking for a call, I'm not going to give you the call.
2: Right?
0: You know what I mean? Like that's like the golden rule of being an official or whatever. If somebody's looking for a call, you don't give it to them. You right. like these players have to just play. Yep. But I will say that Tatum is showing like he has. Tatum's kind of a no-show in the playoffs. This is dating back to last year. Um, it, he had a horrible finals last year. Uh, he's showing up in different ways, though, this playoffs, because he's getting rebounds, uh, he's making impacts on passing, all that stuff. Uh, so I, 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 I'll I, give it to him on that. So let's talk. Who's the seven best players in these playoffs? And you can start – do you want to start seven to one? Or one to seven,
1: mm. well, now that you put it that way, let's go seven to one, Okay, because
0: I have uh one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I listed eleven players, and then I was you know doing my uh cut downs from there, okay. so I have eleven players, only seven of them make the cut, uh, so you said start at seven, uh yeah, start at seven. So this is kind of a cheat because I have two players at number seven. I couldn't pick between the two because they're basically they're not the same player because Jamal Murray is head and shoulders a better player. But as of the playoffs right now, players that are in the playoffs, Jalen Brunson slash Jamal Murray. Now I'm not saying okay. that like okay. like I'm just I think that those two players are playing the identical like brand of basketball right now. And so it's kind of like a toss-up between the two for number seven. Okay. So I just put both of them there.
1: Okay, wow. Um, so I start with some heavy hitters. Uh, I mean, I must just have – I've got Curry at, at seven. That's way I've too got,
0: low for Stephen Curry. That's I've
1: got Steph at, at at seven.
0: Okay, so at six I have Kevin Durant. And he you said it earlier, he's not playing his best basketball. But okay. that's the crazy thing about Kevin Durant. He's not playing as bad. It's like when LeBron has an off night. When they have off nights, they're still super impactful on the game, and it's like you look up at the box score, and it's like, oh, he still had 25 points tonight? Like, he still had 10 rebounds? Yeah. Like, yeah. what in the world? And that's what Kevin Durant's doing. If you look at these box scores, it's like, is he really playing bad?
1: Okay. All right. Well, then that kind of- So, so let me ask you this in and, and saying this. If, if we have the same players, can we still list our same players? Like yeah, yeah, this KD? isn't a draft. Okay, this is, this okay. Is just if I have brains. KD, okay. All right, well, I, I'm close there on KDs. But so for my six, I have Anthony Davis. I have him at six um, with his defense and how he's playing. But let me say this real quick about, about Curry, what you just said about Curry. Obviously, you have Curry higher than Durant, but is Curry having a better – is he a better player in the playoffs right now than Durant is? Yes. Obviously you're saying, yeah. Okay. Yes. Got gotcha. you. I, I don't – okay. Got gotcha. you. Uh,
0: I uh, – so five. Five. If – so it stinks the rest of the list because it, it's just like I said. It, it's Steph Curry. It's just like I said okay. at the beginning of when we were talking about basketball – cup literally, this dude is—he is the Warriors right now. Like Steph Curry yeah. mm-hmm. is the Warriors. They yeah. would not like if you watch these Lakers and Warriors games, and also in the first round when the yep. Warriors were playing the 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 Kings, Kings. yeah. Oh my gosh, everybody on the Warriors stinking sucks. Besides Steph Curry, if he was not on that team. And if he is not on those Warriors teams that's playing the Lakers right now, the Lakers already have this series wrapped up. 4-0 sweep. Easy money. And I know yeah, you don't like like, I know you're not a big fan of, of Curry and all that stuff, but that's just facts. If he is he is the entire Warriors basketball team right now. He literally this, he he had a triple double last night, I'm pretty sure.
1: This goes this goes back to my take earlier I mean you just validated my take I mean welcome to LeBron James's world for a decade oh there God. you go buddy but, for but a go decade ahead. When, when <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: That's on high. the Miami Heat for four yeah. years and then he he had, well, he no, had, he about had the first, best ball handler no, no, no. and one of the top I five point guards decade, in NBA history the first
1: decade the first one at least
0: yeah the first one he only went to one finals Yeah.
1: alright yeah. so right right yeah so, you know, ours are kinda similar. I see I have I have Curry and K D swap kinda you know, I have K okay. D at five. I, I have K D at five and like I said, he's not even performing up. K D should theoretically, as I've stated to you, if he is who Kevin Durant says he is, then he would be the best player in these playoffs and they would come back and beat the Nuggets. If if he if he plays how he can, sure then then that can happen. But as of right now, I have him as the fifth best player in the playoffs.
0: Um, and the I don't have Anthony Davis on my list. Okay. Mainly because yep. if he's playing like Anthony Davis played, you know, when he's having 30 and, yep. and, and 12 rebounds, you know, in those games, he's by far like probably number two on this list. But the inconsistency, I can't put him on a list when you have 31 night and you have 13 points the next night. Like I just right. – I can't do that. Uh, I can't do the snip, snap, snip, snap thing. Um, number four. Don't get offended when I when I say this. Uh, LeBron James is number four. Um, he, I mean, he stirs the drink for that team. Like, 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 and like I said, I don't even have Anthony Davis on this list, but I and I have LeBron on here, and he he stirs the drink for that team. If 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 it's only Anthony Davis on this team the Lakers are not a playoff team. Right. Uh, they're worse than the Pel- Pelicans were when Anthony Davis was pretty much the only player on that team. Um, so, Cove, it's the same thing I said two weeks ago. Even though he's number four on this playoff list, LeBron is still the best player in the playoffs, even though that makes no sense. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, I if it. he's yeah. if he's on the floor, he's the best player in the world, and that that's how I look at him. Yeah, But... At the same time, in terms of the playoffs, he's number four on my list, which is probably hurting people's brains right now. But like, he if he's on the floor, he's the best basketball player in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree with that. So I'll just go ahead and say I have him at three. Okay, I, I have him before uh, Nikola Jokic, and I have I have him at four. And um, like I said, huge game the other night. Uh, am i mistaken was it i mean wasn't it 53 and 17 yeah God. it was it was 53 and something yeah it was definitely yeah i mean 53. just just something unbelievable i mean that dude w- watching his play style it's different it's slow it's like lethargic but it he he gets it done he gets it done um, 53
0: points 11 assists
1: Eleven assists. Did he have seventeen rebounds? Or am I or am I missing something? Okay. No, did not. Um well still fifty three and seventeen. Give me I mean fifty-three and eleven. Sorry. Give me a break. The here. game um, okay,
0: so the game before he had thirty points. Seventeen <laughs> and seventeen. Seventeen and seventeen.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. All right. So he's all right, he's put up a thirty seventeen and seventeen game in this series and and lost. That's his two last games and his team has lost. They looked like they were going to run away with the series the first two games. And he was, I mean, he wasn't playing as good as he has, but th- that's neither here nor there. I think I have him at the fourth best and and I'll go ahead and say my three since, since you, you know, I, I think LeBron at this point right now is three. So go ahead.
0: Um, Number three for me is Devin Booker. I just put hey. on an o- offensive clinic.
1: Who's number two? Unbelievable. Uh, so, uh, okay. Yeah. So I have Butler. I have Jimmy Butler at number two. Um, I, I, he's, uh, he, he, right now, he is the Miami Heat. He is South Beach right now. He's the only thing keeping them together. And I'll say great win in the first series. And then the, the Knicks aren't really anything, man. I mean, the Knicks aren't anything to ride home about. I mean, I didn't think that Cleveland team was, playoff ready so i think i think i think current players right now as it goes i, th- I have jimmy butler at 2
0: uh number 2 i have jokic the dude okay. is stupid 53 points last night uh or two nights ago whenever it was it depends on when you're listening to this uh and then yeah 30 and 17 and 17 like that dude is he's what you want to be he, he's like the old dude at pickup that can't really move all that well, but like is smooth enough to where he's a good shooter. You can tell he hooped back in the day, and he makes really good passes and stuff. Like That's what Jokic looks like to me. You're right, uh, He's right. the second best player in this, these playoffs, and I'm going to go ahead and go, with my number one because you're wrong putting Jimmy Butler at number two. Jimmy Butler is the best player okay. in the playoffs. All right, all right, all right. I, if it, if I can do this, uh, Curry, okay. I, I said this earlier, is winning six. The Warriors are winning sixteen games this entire season. If Steph Curry's not on the Warriors, if the Heat are not, if if Jimmy Butler is not on the Heat this season, I don't know. They win four or five games, maybe. I don't know. Like they might, <laughs> they might be the worst team in NBA history. And this dude is, is, dude, he's I'm, not even a shooter. Like that's how good. This dude agree. is playing. He isn't even a shooter. He's not even a scorer. If we're being honest, yep. And yep. the dude is. Oh my goodness, he's he he's the the glory road thing. You know, he's he's yep. you know, or, or Friday Night Lights when uh when when uh, Booby Miles's uncle is talking to the scouts. <laughs> if in the you want to Booby is and and he's Great like line. he. He can throw, he can kick, he can hold the extra point, walk your dog, paint your back porch, like like just everything, dude. That's what Jimmy Butler is.
1: So, I mean, you know, I mean, it was a toss-up. I have Booker at one right now. I have Booker as the best player in the the playoffs right now, and he only took that over two games ago. The only reason
0: why I didn't have Booker higher is because if if Booker – could play the defense that Jimmy Butler plays. Booker's number one by a mile, but Butler impacts the floor on both both ends. Yeah. Booker's kind of a yeah. traffic cone on defense.
1: Yeah, but I'm just telling you right now, the the basketball hoop is like a swimming pool. To oh, it is. Right now. It's it's uh, if
0: if you haven't watched the Sun series, just flick it on and watch this dude not miss a shot. Yeah, Literally, he, he's, he's shooting 70. He's, yeah. he's shooting above 70 percent from the field. 70 percent
1: for unheard a, of for a not shooter. just
0: for a guard, yeah, for a post player, whoever yeah. shooting above 70 percent. That is all time stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like I said, I I had Butler. If if you would have asked me, you know, Friday, I probably would have still had Butler, but. What Book has done just, and again, the entire playoffs, right now, Devin Booker is playing so good. He's the best player on his team, and his team has Kevin Durant. Yeah, That's, that's what's happening. Uh, now, like I said, do you take KD over Booker? Probably seven times out of ten, yes, but the way that dude's playing right now, I think he's the best player in the playoffs, um, but I think, I think Jimmy Butler, Jokic, or LeBron have a, it's a toss-up, really, but. Right now, Booker is the hottest basketball player in the world. Um,
0: okay, so let's no do, homo. By the way, let let's fin- let's finish out uh, with the top. The we're drafting the play best playoff moments in NBA history. Doesn't have to be finals, but playoffs. Do you just want to do three?
1: Yeah, let's do three. All right, yeah, you can we'll go do. first
0: because I know what you're going to take. <laughs> uh, do, yeah. You want me to say it for you? Go ahead. Uh Cuff is going to take the 3-1 comeback uh from the Cleveland Cla- Cavaliers mm. in uh in 2016.
1: Yeah, I mean I had it narrowed down a little to the LeBron blocks Equidala, but uh yeah. Yeah, the the Cavs winning is a uh, is yeah, an all-time moment.
0: Um so for mine I think like <sighs> Because it, it start like, this was the start of the Lakers' dynasty. Okay. And oh I kinda, dude, you have it. I have it. Uh, and, and I kind of think that th- this probably shouldn't go number one overall, but it's probably because I'm a Kobe fan. But this, this it's the moment that everybody can see in their head, even if you were a kid or whatever. Yeah. It's in the Western Conference Finals when the Lakers are playing the Trailblazers. The oop from Kobe to Shaq. Yeah. That yeah. Mm-hmm. and Shaq points up like dude, that moment is so sick. That is an all time that's not just a playoff moment. That's an all time NBA moment.
1: Yes. Yep. I uh I had that as my three. I did have that as my my original three if we were gonna go in order. So yeah. Um yeah, just so iconic there. Uh it did start the dynasty and and to tell you the truth I actually have one or two others from that first 3P. Mm. On my list they're not going to make the cut but they were yeah. they were brought up. So you know, now that you know, I, I hate to I hate to do it cuz LeBron has so many. I'm just not going to. I'm I'm going to I'm going to take Jordan and I'm going to say his his shot over over the Jazz, his final shot in the NBA Finals. Um, that's iconic as well. Even though he did push off, it's clearly a push off. Uh, let's just call it what it is. But, I mean, when you're talking, like you just that's said. That's an I,
0: NBA moment.
1: That's an NBA moment. That's a that's a poster if there is one, you know. So, I I had that as number two, uh, Jordan's um, final shot in the NBA Finals.
0: Didn't even make my cut. Um Wow. I like but it. it, it, it I like well, it. it's only because I was thinking of uh our our generation. Okay, thanks for the insane.
1: Right, right. Um
0: okay. I'm gonna go I might pick a LeBron one with my third pick, Cove. Um, go ahead. You, I've got i got like I, four or five. I'm not, I'm not picking I'm not picking it right now. Uh give me I think you said it earlier a little bit. Uh, i don't know if you <laughs> notice that but the ray allen three against the spurs oh i'm just about to yeah. do it yeah the call yeah. the call, like you know lebron for three rebound to bosh kick out to allen in the corner for the three bang like, yeah, that's yeah Mike all-time, all-time call all-time shot to send the series into game seven the spurs had that game one absolutely had that game one and ray allen with the dagger LeBron, of course, missing the clutch shot in the in the final seconds. Like it just had everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, not to mention the sixteen he scored in the fourth to get him there. But that's neither here nor there. Um, man, okay, for three, man. Now this is tough because, uh, and I kind of did mess up there, I guess, with Jordan being a little before our time. Uh, if you want to redact it, you can. Yeah. So just.
0: So what's your number two
1: pick? So, if I was going to do it this way, I was going to say D. Wade versus the 2006 Dallas Mavericks. Oh, uh, wow. I think – so, if I was going to redact one and put that in, I think I think what D. Wade did against the Mavs is uh,
0: – Oh, it, one of the best basketball like, – like, if you want to talk about Jimmy Butler or Devin Booker playing right. some of the best basketball this year, D. Wade in that series – all-time basketball. Right, Absolutely right. all-time. Ba- and he was so young, only his third year in the league. Yes, people forget about that. Yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah. Or second
1: year, second yeah. or third year in the league. And and to say that, again, like I said, I just don't want to go all LeBron moments here, so I have to pick something else. Yeah. So I think D-Wade, I think him, them winning that championship, and with Shaq, Shaq's fourth, yeah. uh, you know, put him past Kobe. So there was some stuff there for a time that that championship put, put yeah. Shaq ahead of Kobe. So what's your third pick? Well, see, I kind of want you to go with 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 your third. Oh no! No, oh. so you don't take something from me. I mean, you you already go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, if oh man, there's just... I got I got
0: two. All right, yeah. I got I got two. Because um, I got one that's gonna. I'll let I'll let you. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it myself. The Detroit Pistons. Meaning <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers in O four. In O four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that and and me and Cove have had plenty of like conversations about this Pistons team. And if you look at that, the Lakers were that, that was Kobe and Shaq at their absolute worst. Yeah. In terms of like, if you look back, like just Google like 04 Lakers you got all these articles pulled up about just drama between Kobe and Shaq. And I've never understood why Kobe and Shaq like have always denied it. You know, it's, it's like if there's this many rumors about it, it's probably true. You know what I mean? But it's like, they just keep denying it and, and and all this stuff. It's like, if you just kind of own it and just be like, yeah, there there was a lot of stuff between us or whatever. And boom, then, okay, you wrote the story. That's it. Like that's, it's over with. Nobody has to speculate about it. But, anyways, but like that year, it was at its worst. That was the last year that Shaq was was in LA. Um, they were over it. I'm I I remember this was years ago, probably in college. But I remember reading something that uh, like Shaq during that time was like I didn't even really want to win that finals. Like he was so yeah, like just yeah. mentally mm-hmm. done with it. Um, yeah. he was like kind of threatened by Kobe that like it was. It was really seeming like it was more Kobe's team than Shaq's team. Shaq Mm -hmm. had an ego. Kobe obviously has an ego, all that stuff. But the Pistons, me and you have talked about this before, that is probably, unless you want to count the 2011
1: Mavs. Which I don't. I consider Dirk a superstar.
0: That is the last Mm -hmm. team, T-E-A-M, to win the finals. Yep. Team that that, yeah, that, that is a team. Pain,
1: yeah. They didn't have a superstar. They, had they some did not have a superstar.
0: Yes, you they can say that Chauncey Billups. You know, Mr. Big Shot, uh, whatever they called him, um, yeah, Big
1: Shot uh, Billups.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, you can say he's an all-star. You can say Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace probably might be a Hall of Famer, or or maybe will be a Hall of Famer yeah, one day. Ben um, is. but definitely an all-star. Rip Hamilton, mm. kind of like a a fringe, like, all-star one year, not all-star, right, then all-star right. the next year, not, like, yeah. kind of one of those guys. uh, uh Prince, you, you just had, like uh, – And
1: they brought in Rasheed Wallace halfway Rash- through the year.
0: Rasheed Wallace. Dude, I – that is kind of, like – that's fun because if you look at those box scores, and the NBA was played completely different, you did have like yep, lower yep. scoring games. No, no, no. Look at the box scores from these games because yep. they're literally playing games in the 50s and 60s yep. in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. The, the Pistons back then, they were, uh, at one time in an all star game, they had four, uh, players, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace. I think it was 05 or 06. They had all of them on the floor together, you know, playing defense for a couple of possessions in an all-star game. That seems crazy now. That's nuts. But they put they put them in there to play defense in an all-star game because their unit was that good. Yeah. Um and then yeah, again, they they were very method- methodical on on offense, but uh Rip Hamilton ran his defender around like crazy and they were just good overall. They were, they were a good basketball team.
0: All right, who's your, who's your last pick?
1: See, so, all right. So I'm going to go this one just because I vividly just remember this, but game seven of 2010, when, when the Lakers beat the Celtics and 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 Meta World Peace hits a three,
0: that Cub that was the one that I was going between.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that right there is, uh, and not to mention the 08 series was really good as well. The 08 series was really good, but uh, I don't know. Kobe getting his fifth, not playing that well that game, but did everything else. But him actually passing the ball. And and Ron Artest. Artest, Artest it and like, press conference. Yeah, he passed me <laughs> the ball. It? He never passes me the ball. Like uh that that right there was a great series, but I think I think that that whole moment there, you know, Kobe getting up on top of the uh, the stanchion there and and raising up a hand of five, you know, like I don't know. That was that was a good moment in 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 my mind. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That
0: just shows how much that Kobe kind of was that team. Uh considering his other options no, were he was not. His, he other, options Gasol, dude, his other options on the floor on the floor to shoot a three pointer was thinking Derek Fisher and probably Sasha Vujacic or Luke <laughs> Dude,
1: give Get out of break. here. Dude, he had pal and Lamar Odom, Derrick Derek Fisher. Were those don't guys don't gonna to make a
0: three pointer? No.
1: Well, I mean, no, but I mean, who, th- who, all right, if that doesn't. He had away. to pass to Ron Artest
0: <laughs> to hit a three.
1: That's <laughs> how bad it was. He didn't have Ray Allen
0: to kick the ball out to. <laughs> I'll, give,
1: I'll give you that. But I mean, if all right, so if, if Ron Artest misses that three, I mean, yeah, we're looking at being like, oh my God, why did you pass to Ron Artest for a three? It's, it's a terrible, it's, it's a terrible play is what it ends up being. But Ron Artes hits it and that's you know, that changes. Right.
0: Stuff. Um I just had uh Thompson forty one points against OKC when they were down three to one. That really the got us back in the series. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um Kawhi's buzzer Mavs, beater.
0: Yeah, no. no. Uh hit too much rim. <laughs> but uh the Mavs beating the Heat. Um, oh give me a freaking no, break. No no, no. a cuff. Right. No, yeah. no, no, uh, come on. Come on. That should have never happened. I literally yeah. should have never happened. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, <laughs> not six. Like, come on, dude. Uh, LeBron's, game, sure. well, LeBron's game winner against uh, the Magic in 2009. That was sick.
1: There you go. I, I had that on my list. I had all of his buzzer beaters on my list, actually. Kobe
0: against Phoenix. That was that was. Yeah, wild. that's where he pulled because the
1: shirt, dude. He dude, yeah.
0: literally... He goes somebody like if you're listening to this, go back and just watch that fourth quarter. Kobe was just like, F it, we're gonna lose if I if I don't just like <laughs> right, shoot it, the it, ball every yeah. single trip down the floor.
1: I'm not passing to any of you guys. Yes. There's no way I'm not I'm not taking this shot. Do you have any others? Uh no, you pre- I mean LeBron's twenty five straight versus those seven pistons. Uh, oh that's a good I didn't even have that one. Yep. On uh um,
0: but
1: but yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: All right, Cove, appreciate you joining us. I'll do it for this week, and uh, we'll see you guys next
2: week.